You know you're created for more. Now let's do something about it. Welcome to Project You, the space for you to embrace the I can, I will philosophy and finally start making progress towards your goals, your dreams, and your desires. Be kind, supportive, and remember every day that the blueprint for you is within. I'm Cami Craig. Today, let's work on Project You. Hey, my friends, welcome to Project You. And a really rad series that is going to happen right now starts today. We're going to talk about how to lose weight and the best way to keep it off. And this is right down my alley. This is where my expertise comes in. This is where my professional life is surrounded by every single day. So as we put all the work into this better mental, emotionally healthy person, I do believe that we need to touch base on what matters as well, which is our physical shell. And I've always said from a long time ago, is that we need to take of we need to take care of the internal well-being so and it it can express itself externally and it's one of those things that is very kind of hard to do because no one gets to see our inside guts no one gets to see the the x-ray vision on what's going on inside of us and i do believe that if we did see the inside of our guts and our organs our bloodstream uh, everything that happens scientifically inside from the cell, a single cell only, we would, we would, we would act differently every single day on behalf of what we consumed and how much rest we got it and how much, um, uh, water we would intake and what our stress levels look like. We would change our beings. We would change our beings by being action-based to the things that we're going to talk about today. So um, I do want to be very open and inviting and welcoming to the talk about weight loss. And we're going to talk about a lot of things and I'm going to really just introduce the subject and then we're going to get nitty gritty in some different areas along the way um, in episodes to come. So I'm actually very, very, very excited to be sharing this type of information because over the course of 16 years, which I've been in the industry, I've learned a lot through experimenting with myself, experimenting with clients, and not always being the best coach, not always giving the best advice. And really, the 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 advice that I was giving a lot of the time just so happened to be the the things that were working for me you know, and that doesn't work for everyone. And we need to know that the blueprint for your weight loss is also within, you know, being able to recognize and having the mind body connection to what feels good and what alarms are, are going off in your body when you do eat certain things or you don't eat in certain things or how much rest you're getting and all these things that we're going to talk about. But when one person can really dial in and have that that inner self-talk that, oh, this is what it feels like because I'm actually giving time and I'm giving patience on behalf of um, my goals, you know? And that makes, you know, up for a lot of effort and a lot of time and that's what people don't have these days. And even through this crazy time and world that we're stepping into, people are feeling the anxiousness of their goals to um 
be put on the back burner because there's other things that seem to be more important. But just so, you know, oddly enough that that when we're thinking that everything else matters so much, it's really the the opposite way. Just like we're 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 gaining in so much traction on this mental health, it really has to do, you know, with our physical being being really well in order to be well in different areas of our life too, because then we have more energy and then we have more excitement, you know, because we do feel good. And when we feel good, we give ourselves the best in different areas, our workspace, our family space, our friend space, all these different spaces. So just diving in really, really quick, I do want to share that there's a lot of things that the internet will tell you to do. And there's a lot of things that science knows. (laughs) And as a personal trainer, as a small fitness instructor, as a gym owner, as a coach to people in Project C, which is take the chance to make the choice to be the change that you deserve to be and coming from one place in your life going to the next. And that's taking a big chance, you know, when these when these women and men decide to do this program. And that one big chance is to really let go of what the internet is telling you um, with all those quick ads and the quick pills, supplements, whatever, you know, butts and guts for three minutes every day is going to give it to you. Those are the those are the myths. Those are the glitches and the hiccups in giving hope to people that really want to lose the body fat. You know, and once we lose the body fat and we have this strategy, you know, and this plan of attack that we're going to do, we really um, are in route to gaining muscle. And that's a science. That's an it's an art. It's a, something that one needs to be disciplined in and one needs to really experiment in and one needs to follow up in every single day. So according to science, there's at least four things right out of the gate that I can speak of about right now um, in order to lose body fat, you know, and number one, that's to be in a calorie deficit. Uh, number two, it's to incorporate strength training to your your day or your week or your months. Um, and number three is to not be so obsessed with cardio. And, and, and these are all things that I've actually been obsessed with in my life and I've done it backwards. And that's what makes me a better coach today is because I failed so hard at these things. And um, also focus on quality sleep. So when you look at the internet, it's exact opposite. You know, my top four things that I that I hear so often is like, okay, what is the cleanse that I'm going to be on? What's the detox that I'm going to be on? So drinking the magic detox teas and the juices cleanses are, are, are a real big hiccup in, in losing body fat. Uh, the 10 minute, the five minute, the three minute ab workouts that are just going to make you and create this sleek stomach that you're, that you're looking for. And the crash diets, anything that's unsustainable is, is going to be focused on the internet. I, I do want to share a, a very bold statement, but the fitness industry is a trillion dollar industry, probably more now. And it's very common that companies are paying a very high dollar to get their product out, to get their crash diet out, to get their 10-minute ab workout out, to get the detox and the teas out. And 
I feel like the the gimmick is really making sure that you that you buy it. You know, because the world knows that we are purchasers. We they know that we're on the internet and they know that we're wrapped up in this concept that the quick fix and the quick pill and the magic pill is all going to work. But really what's happening is we're losing sight of how God created our bodies and that there's a scientific notion behind it, which is what we'll get into in just a moment. But so when I, when I share these things, I'm kind of doing a hybrid vomit on you right now, like this education on how to lose body fat and how to lose weight rather. Um, I, I always dip into talking to my clients very real and in a very truthful way and letting them know that out of the gate that your scale that you're on uh, is not sharing the God honest truth of what's going on with your body. So I don't give a lot of credit to any scale out there. I know that there is fat loss and then there's muscle gains, that there's watery tension, uh, there's <clears throat> time of the days, there's menstrual cycles, there's inflammation because of the, of an injury, there's inflammation because of a uh, of a weight lift, um, and there's there's the the thought behind bathroom use periodically or not periodic periodically through the day. So that's where the scale becomes a true lie to people. And especially for the ones that are obsessed with with weighing themselves. And I share with people, if you are obsessed with weighing yourself, maybe just do it once every two weeks. And maybe, maybe make sure that you're only using the one scale and not using multiple scales. Like there's so many ways to create a something that's not really going on inside your head just by using a scale. And the air margins are super high as well because we are using different scales. We're weighing ourselves different times of the day. We're not taking into notion that "Mm, I probably haven't gotten a DEXA scan, a body fat analysis test, and I really don't know even really what I started with with my fat fat mass and where my lean mass was and what the transfer is and my gaining, my losing and in what areas, you know? So when, when I'm guiding clients every single day to lose weight and to learn how to keep it off and also not even focus on lose weight, but focus on fat loss, you know? And once we focus on fat loss, then we start to understand that, um, we do, and are in a better situation to gain the muscle that we really need and desire and want on our body. So going back to the initial, what's the best ways? Well, I I hope that you guys are writing notes right now and or, um, you know, jotting things down in your notes section on your phone and or journal. But I want you to learn these like top eight things and write them down. And so we can really talk about them in, in, in better detail later along the way in this series. But we need to cut the crap when we're talking about losing weight and we're and we're talking about losing the body fat. And what comes out of our mouth is a direct image of what is going to happen, right? And so when I coach my Project C girls, I'm I'm very truthful about whatever comes out of your mouth is probably what you're going to attract in your life. 
So if your program sucks, then your program sucks. If the food sucks, then your food sucks. If the workouts suck, the workouts suck. Like it's not going to be a great experiment and experience if you're always talking crap to yourself. And that's just the way the cookie crumbles. At the end of the day, be careful what you ask for because you're probably going to get it. And that's even with the fat loss and the weight loss that you're looking for. So if it becomes a position where you're very truthful and honest with yourself and asking, you know, serious questions, I'm I am a I'm a coach in this area and I do a lot of one-on-one, hands-on, interactive training that really is asking to dip into the psychology of losing weight rather than just losing the weight because you're eating well. We really tap into asking hard questions. And when you ask hard questions, these people, men and women of all different ages, are asked to answer them truthfully. And once you can start answering these these questions truthfully and not in a negative manner, you're, you're on your way to losing the weight. And hopefully that weight that we're losing is the fat loss weight. And then, and then once we understand the dynamic and the, the beauty of gaining muscle, it all starts to make sense. But this is a hybrid introductory, introductory talk about uh, this subject and this topic as, as we can and we will really load into it later on. Number two is know that small changes are, are big results in the end. So if you are a woman that is 50 pounds overweight, the last thing that we need to focus on is the 50 pounds. Just like climbing up a ladder, um, just like going to our first year, to our five-year, to our 10-year goals, we have to find ourselves in increments. We have to go from the bottom all the way to the top. In no way, shape, or form are you going to be on the fast track zone. It just doesn't happen. It's not real. And if you are on the fast track zone, then you are, you're shortcutting. And if you're shortcutting, then you're not really giving yourself the true experience on this fat loss, which is really a lifestyle at the end of the day. So what I ask my clients to do, I don't care if it's five pounds or 50 or 100 or 200 pounds. We all have weight to lose right? And when I mean weight, I, I mean body fat. So if we're speaking about just a 50 pound weight loss, I rarely ever, ever, ever coach, okay, we're going to lose this 50 pounds. That, that might be the end goal. Like we want to lose 50 pounds of fat on our body. And how are we going to do that? Where well, we're going to go X, Y, and Z. But when we mentally really get there, we talk about the latter and or the pyramid program, which is, okay, in this first step, you know, the first hand grip that you're going to make on the ladder when your feet are on the floor, right, is going to be five pounds. So if I know that I'm, and I'm seeking out my ultimate goal, which is the 10-year plan, right, for some people, right, um, in, and or the pyramid program, you are looking at the five pounds. Like, how can I get that five pounds off? And then your next grip with your right hand is on the next wood handle, right? And your feet are really still on the ground until you make that first step with the left foot. And, and, and so that's what I'm talking about. In increments, we're losing five pounds at a time. Once we lose the five pounds, then that becomes the small changes. And once we start to level up on this ladder, we start to see the big results. So in time, down the road, 
you're going to get to the 10-year plan, okay? If that's a financial plan, a physical plan, a spiritual plan, you're going to get there. But you got to go through the, the, the nine years to get to the 10. So please know that your small changes and, and that mentality first is going to help you gain the, the true goal that you have in mind. Now, when I go from, you know, 50 pounds, okay, now I'm blocking it down to five, increments of five pounds, I also share this, this, this way of thinking and this way of doing within 14 days. I run and coach off of 14-day blocks. I don't do a month, I don't do six weeks and 12 weeks and 16 weeks, I do 14 days. I wanna focus on 14 days first. And within that 14 days, then I can focus on each day for what it's worth, okay? So I often share with my clients and, and my my people that I coach all over the world uh, online is that we wanna treat these 14 days like a doctor is, is prescribing you um, of an, an antibiotic. And when the doctor says, hey, Cammie, I need you to take this antibiotic for 14 days. No drinking, just purity, get a lot of rest, drink a lot of fluids, no sugary, you know, whatever, and sugary fluids. Um, I put that in there. Um, but you are focusing on the 14 days. And once you take every single pill for, for the antibiotic uh, in this, you know, little container, you are going to feel better. What? I'm going to feel better? I feel like crap right now. I have this infection, da, da, da. Okay, yes, you're going to feel better, but I need you to take everything, all of it, within the 14 days. Okay, I'm in. You know, and really from a doctor, I think it's always 10 days. But in this situation, I take 14 days, which is two weeks, and I need your full attention. I need you to do every single thing that we're talking about, and we're going to do it um, not not because we have to, it's because we want to, you know? And so when I share with my friends that this is a lifestyle and this is something that you're not putting pressure on yourself with, you're just, you're actually doing this because you know at the end of this 14 days and these two weeks of, of time that you're putting all your effort into, you're going to feel better. And the process has to be trusted. You have to trust yourself every single day to make these small promises to yourself to execute. And when you execute these small things, whether it's lifting weights twice a week and then eating five meals a day and then drinking a gallon of water, whatever your coach and or I am am sharing with you, then you can start to execute those. But you do need a plan, okay? And the 14 days is, you know, for instance, the first two weeks is your detox, you know, and it's, and it's understanding that all of your food that is being consumed by you is your medicine. We no longer have to do the fat burners. We no longer have to rely on the supplements. We no longer have to, you know, do the detox cleanse juicing for 14 days. Like it is truly the magic pill or, you know, for someone's fast track I need you to really comprehend that this concept is within your food. This agreement is within your food. This trust is within your food. And if you can get with that, and if you can understand that, you will feel so much better two weeks at a time. And there's a lot of things that can happen over the course of uh, of two weeks, but 
you got to stay disciplined and you got to stay focused in order to get there. So number four on the list to the best way to lose weight and or fat loss is to get fit with HIIT. High intensity interval training is something that's very effective because we do the most amount of work and the least amount of time. And time is an issue for a lot of people. People want the quick fix. They want the fast track. They want it now, you know? And so I'm a big advocate through all the experimenting that I've done in my life that the high intensity interval training, anywhere from 20 to 40 minutes of doing something on full blast, but also playing the roller coaster ride with your heart rate and knowing what your fat burning zone really is, which is a whole nother talk. But if you know that, then you can really engage in that small amount of time and do a lot of work for yourself to become, you know, the fitter, the lighter, the more conditioned. And in time, we know that that effort of using one through four already is is a, is a great way to be on the path of losing the body fat that you need to. Number five on my list is to make mindfulness a very big matter in your life. And so that's where Project You podcast really came from, is to really go from number one to number five, cut the crap, and be mindful about this matter that you're getting into and being aware. So being mindful is being aware. Being aware is being alert of the alerts and alarms that are going on in your head and also your body. So it's it's no longer part of the way of getting what you want to be unconscious, you know, and to be unaware and to be uneducated. We have to find a way where we're really in including ourselves, you know, our conscious self every single day to learn more about what is really good out there. And it's not always an internet search, you know, it's actually digging deep within and remembering a very successful story in your life. I have so many people that used to be ex, you know, professional athletes, ex college athletes, ex athletes in high school, competitors in some way, shape, or form. I have a lot of them. And it's really fun to take them back into time because they feel like it was so long ago, but mindfully, it wasn't that long ago. They remember what it looked like, what it felt like, what it tastes like. And all their senses are really going off when you talk about success and what that successful moment looked like or felt like. So whether it been, you know, a school achievement or a you know, a personal achievement or a physical achievement, um, 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 mental achievement, like there's some success in our life that we felt and, and how it felt and how we got there. So I like to go back to those times and really what it does is it arouses the mind and the body and the nervous system, you know, and sometimes even the hormones again to get exhilarated to 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 get pumped enough to be that successful human again. And that's what I love about Project C because there's so many women that found that success through the program that they'll always have that in their life. Like I once got down to this weight and I felt really good and I, this is the way that I did it. And this is 
what kind of discipline I was under and this is what kind of devotion I gave to myself and not to the program, but just to themselves as individuals. And once you can really see that and feel that, then then it's it's a lot a lot easier to be mindful. And for those that have never had the true success and always battled, you know, being overweight or being underweight or being more body fat than muscle, I totally understand where you're coming from as well. And you need to create that success now. But in the meantime of creating that success, you've got to take the chance right now. And there's no better time than now. You know, we always, every single one of us, whether you're 10% or 50% body fat, we can become better humans, but we have to take the chance now, today. And if you're un, not un, but if you're in a position where you have not been successful, you are in a position today. If you're alive and you're listening to this, you have the chance today to build the confidence and to have the power to achieve maximum health because you actually are taking the chance and you're being mindful about this. So number six on the list is we we must think that we have variety in our life, we have uh, intensity in our life, and we have consistency in our life. We must believe that and we must make that a conscious choice every single day to become a lighter human within our fat. Okay. And when I say that, I, I, I just want to tap it on a little bit, but our variety comes from the different style, this different way that we can start training opposed to just walking every day. You know, maybe, maybe we do a high intensity walk for two minutes and drag it back to a very mild walk for two minutes. You know, maybe one day we climb uphill and then one day we are jogging you know, maybe for 30 seconds rather than, than no jog at all. But we're, we're finding this roller coaster ride and this different variety set in order to find excitement and also intensity within what you're doing in, in this, um, in this journey of losing body fat. Our intensity is all different. I often say to people, your intensity level is welcome. Your, your fitness level is welcome. And every single one of us if are built differently. And some people are very efficient and their workouts aren't effective anymore because they're they're so efficient the way that they work out. So we need to find a different way to work out through our intensity levels, you know? And then the word consistency is exactly that. Just talking about, I don't use this word very often, but the dieters, you know, they're there are good dieters and there's bad dieters. The, the the bad ones are consistent with eating more of their indulgence meals throughout the week. And the good dieters are very good about leading, eating less of their indulgence meals during the week. And what I mean what I mean by that is the the you know small picks throughout the day and the small drinks and sips throughout the day all add up, you know, and, and a, and a great dieter per se is going to alleviate those, those little consumptions because they know that they're going to add up, you know? And so being consistent with your workouts, being consistent with your sleep patterns and your hydrating patterns and your workout patterns and your micro and macro patterns. And we'll talk about all that later, but 
you just got to be consistent. At the end of the day, variety, intensity, and consistency make a huge, huge impact on your weight loss. Number seven on my list is we got to make sleep a priority. We have to. I used to think that my trophy was the less sleep I got and the more more that I was working, I was showing my strong card. And really, I was getting weaker and weaker and weaker. And the less that I slept, the more stressed I became. And that's when my psoriasis kind of really took a high note and my alarm system was um, at its at its max. Like I was bleeding from my neck because I was itching my head so bad. Um, and really my body was saying, Kim, you got to slow down. You got to pump the brakes and you have to recognize that, you know, your mental, emotional game is off right now, which makes your physical game off right now. You're working too hard and you're sleeping not enough. And I'm not making this uh, harmonic way a priority. I was actually doing everything opposite by not sleeping enough. So with, with that just being said right there, we can dive into this a thousand different ways that, but if you're only sleeping four hours a night and you're being very honest with yourself, I challenge you today to get five hours for the next week. And that's a big jump for people that get only four hours of sleep. And some people are so stressed out that they wake up throughout the night and they really don't know how to do this, you know? And so I want to make this a very, very big subject when we talk about losing weight and that body fat is that our sleeping patterns have got to be different. And if you get six hours of sleep and you know that's not enough and you really thrive off of eight hours, why not this week strive for 6.5 hours, you know, and then the next week strive for seven and, and, and recognizing how much sleep that you actually got. And number eight on the list is to focus on the journey rather than thinking that this is a destination. So many people um, ha- often think that that this is a A to B, you know, goal set, and really it's not. It's A to B, and then it's and then it's another it's another segue to C, and then it's a leapfrog to D, and then it's another segue to E. And that's just the way the cookie crumbles on that. We are constantly in motion and we're constantly breathing and we're constantly leveling up and learning and being mindful and attempting the next 14-day block. And there's going to be a lot of falls. There's going to be fails. There's going to be hiccups and and detours, uh, which makes this a journey and not a destination. So as long as we know that you know, we are on this journey. Um, this makes the weight loss and the fat loss and an and easier thing to really grab onto mentally. Uh, I do, I do know a lot of people are so disciplined and they have a lot of, a lot of dedication to their goals and they might get to the letter Z, you know, and at that point, because they just marked all the boxes off, it's a great, it's a great place to, to, to be. And, and when I say it's a great place to be, just go right back to A and restart a whole new goal set, uh, restart a whole new mindset, uh, dive into the fear, dive into the challenges that you've never explored before. So for instance, um, I've done a lot of things with bikini shows and I, I feel like I got 
to Z, you know, I, I, and it doesn't mean that I became an IFBB pro and that I had it all dialed and, and I, and I made it big. It just was, I made it to Z through a lot of fails, you know, and I just hit my end of the road and I found out that that was not my jam. So then I went back to being more of the woman that I, I know I am, which is an athlete, you know, and the athlete in me was, was very, um, one of which that was very much more in motion and loved the challenge of crossing a line and loved the, the challenge of, um, being pressed with time, you know, and I, I didn't get that in the bikini world. So I hit Z and then I restocked and I rebooted and now I'm back at A and this is becoming my, a new journey. So it doesn't mean that you have to be over and over and over again and go from A to B to C to, to E to F and then go back to A and be like, oh, I got to start over, which I which I completely un- understand uh, that that mindset, but it doesn't always have to be that way if you're unhappy. So also focusing on your journey also means being mindful about what makes you happy and um, finding a new program or finding something else that invigorates you to be in an excited state. And as we do that, then we become a little bit more excited to reach our goals. And and even another example, and I'll, I'll move on, but it's even me learning how to swim. I'm really good on my feet and I'm really, I'm, I'm really competent on my feet in, in putting myself in motion and competition. Um, putting myself in, in a plane <laughs> moving forward where my face is down and my breathing is altered and I find myself into these small panic modes and all these, all these things. I, I, I found myself to be really pressing into a fear of mine that I didn't want to face my whole life until I just finally faced it. And this is a completely new journey that doesn't have a destination either. I can, I can get better at this and I can be really challenged and I can be really, you know, taken back by my, my own successes, um, because I can get in my head, you know, but, but as I cut the crap, you know, then I'm able to know that my small changes are leading to my big results. I can work in weekly blocks or I can work in, um, you know, daily blocks for me when it comes to swimming. I can be super mindful about this and I can, I can know that my, variety of training uh, from my coach can lead to different intensities. And as long as I'm being consistent, I'll get better. Um, Sleep is a huge priority of mine right now, um, swimming, because if I don't get my sleep, then I'm I'm a little bit more frustrated. I'm a little bit more annoyed and I can talk um, crap to myself. And if that's the number one thing that I'm getting rid of in order to, to be, um, then I'm getting my sleep, you know? And so then I can focus on my journey and not, um, just the, the thought of that this is a destination. Whew. That was a lot, wasn't it? Well, I'm happy that we're listening. I'm happy that you're here and I'm happy that you're willing to, to lose this fat, you know, because once we start to understand that we can lose this body fat, um, then we start to realize that our life can be more vivacious. So I do want to talk about the one big thing that a lot of people don't know 
is that 75% of our body is water and it's not fat, um, which means that most of our fluctuations that we see on the scale are water changes and not fat changes. So um, I, I talk about this topic right now because it's most talked about. Uh, people want to know why they woke up in the morning and their weight was fluctuating by anywhere from six to three pounds, you know, and the causes of, of this are water weight fluctuations, right? Which is your most recent increased cardio, your increased weightlifting. It could be from your soreness, which is inflammation. It can be illness, you know, changing meal times and, um, uh, water times throughout your day. It can also be eating more carbs, which is your glycogen storage. It can be increasing sodium, right? It can be changing everything in your fiber intake, okay? Uh, it can be, you know, your number two um, um, bathroom breaks, and it can be the exposure of heat. It can be your traveling uh, habits, and it can be your menstrual cycle. We have to know that these things are the causes of water weight fluctuations. And this is not the sign, you know, going back to the very first thing that we're talking about was your scale. That's not, that's not true. And once we understand that the fat loss is hidden on the scale, um, because you cannot see that unless you've gotten a body fat analysis test, then, then you're, you're really just not in the true know of who you are, right? And, and as our scale goes up, when you are losing fat is part of the science. You know, I, I've, I've shared this basic science notion to seriously every single one of my clients that knows me. But if you guys can even jot this down, make a little diagram of this in in your journal. But fat loss, you know, and and or your weight loss is is tricky if you don't know the science behind it. So when you're looking at a fatty acid cell, it's let's just draw a circle, right? And inside the circle, there's there's triglycerides, which is fat. Okay, and we can just do little baby circles inside the big circle. So when you first start to, to do this program of whatever program that you're in, you lose the stored fat, uh, fat in the cells. So, so there's a cell, right? And then you start to lose the triglycerides, which is inside the fatty acid cell, which then gets refilled with water to maintain the circumference of the size of the fatty acid cell until the shell, I'm sorry, until the cells shrink and the results finally start to come out. So I just had a meeting with, with this guy that I'm coaching and I'm, and I'm sternly coaching him for the next six weeks to get to this goal and we're doing everything under the sun. But when I talked to him today, he got this whole process of what fat loss looks like with within the fat cells and the triglycerides. And I actually put his weight. So I started with day one at 193. And he's usually comfortable at 180, okay? So when he's at 193, in in two to three weeks, he could possibly st- still be at 193. And then week, you know, four and five or five and six could even be at one, um, 197. 
So he's 193, 193, and then 197, and he starts to really freak out in his head, right? And then two more weeks goes by, and I'm I'm putting this all up in the air. I really don't know that it's two weeks that he's going to weigh all this, but um, then he's going to go down to 187 pounds from 193. You know, so you have this this increase and then this drop only because there's the, we call it the fat whoosh, okay? If you're not losing, it's not because you're not doing everything right. Really what's happening is that as you start to lose fat, your fat cells start to fill up with water as the placeholder because the circumference of the fatty acid cell is still that same size and it's waiting for the cell to fill up with fat again. And we're really, you know, our bodies are are stubborn sometimes and really resistant to this. And so it's really your body saying like, hey, are you going to go back to that way of eating that you were before? Because... I'm ready for it. I'm going to hold this fatty acid cell to be this size so we can put the triglycerides back inside. So the fat cells can be very stubborn and they can really truly hold on to this size for days. And once that the fatty acids cells realize that there's no more fat coming, then they release and that and the cells start to collapse in size. And then there's that really big, you know, fat drop on the scale and that's the most exciting thing that that people can see. So I I I like to share that concept with people and some some people see it better when they're looking at a balloon. A a, a full balloon that's blown up can can be the fat. Okay? So you can see it as as that. So the beginning the fat cell is full of fat and it's at its maximum volume weight before that balloon blows up right? In your face, that's what um, a fatty acid cell can look like. So the body releases hormones and enzymes that signal fat cells to release fat to be sent to where energy is needed, okay? So then it, 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 it has this other process where the fat cell absorbs water to maintain the volume and the weight. So now, not only is it fat, the triglycerides, but that balloon is filled with water now. And, and when the water is released from the cell, then it looks like a shrunk up balloon. You know, when you let the air out, it shrinks up. That fat cell remains, but it shrinks down to a fraction of the size. And that's what, that's the, that's the way that we understand it on a scientific level. So you can be losing a significant amount of fat, even though your weight is staying the same. And once the water is released from the cells, your weight will go down. Weight loss often comes in waves, so you have to be patient. And that's the common talk that I have with my clients that are really eager to shed the last 10 pounds or to shed the 50 pounds. And I I really wanted to just start our episode Um or, sorry, my series off of this weight loss uh, episode today about that. So we're gonna we're gonna talk more and more about um, this topic, and I hope that this got you excited on um, understanding who you are, how you are made up, and what you can do to lose the fat on your body. If you are struggling today, um, it is it is time today to make the to make the choice to be the person that you are deserved to be, and that is internally well. And if you are really, really focused on being internally well, that 
will express itself outwardly. I promise you, it just never fails. If you treat your food, your hydration, your sleep patterns, your workout patterns as as that's a part of you and it's a daily habit and I'm being consistent, it'll shine through big time. And I'm really proud of you for sitting through this uh, podcast today. This is uh, one of my my greatest topics that I talk about all the time and including today I did. So thank you guys so much. So uh, we're going to sign off with uh, action of the week and action of the week is, is writing down the top five things that you took from this podcast. And also action of the week is to send this podcast to one or two people that are struggling in losing this fat that they need off of their body. You know, and it's it's understanding that at the end of the, the day, losing fat and or weight takes time. We need to be patient and patience will get us there. Trusting the process will get us there to shed the 10 pounds, the five pounds that you want and or the high volume pounds that you do not deserve to have on your body. So thank you guys for tuning in today. I'm so stoked to meet you next week with the next episode of this series. And we're going to dive in a little bit deeper on behalf of why you're not losing this weight and how to control um, the hunger and the, the next steps to take in shedding this weight that you deserve to have off your body once and for all. My obedience determines my outcome. My discipline determines my destiny. My faith determines my focus. <laughs>